Welcome back to the Super Fantastic Terrific Podcast, featuring Brad Chowan, Andy Wenga, and Russ Turley. And I'd like to personally apologize for the last couple weeks. I've, we've been really anxious to talk about this episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I literally could not talk for a yeah. couple weeks. And you then do Andy sound was very last, sexy right dude, now. Last too. week oh I was hating. I'm going to keep life, this up because my normal voice is very nerdy and nasally. This no, is, so this no. could be my new thing. This is my, whenever I'm sick and I get like a like a laryngitis like yeah. that, it's I always think. This is my best singing voice ever. Dude, oh, I'll yeah. tell you what, Brad, you you got Midnight Drive written all over your voice. <laughs> I, I right. was driving Kim crazy for a couple of days because I was doing all my, like, Colt 45s. Doesn't she like malt it? Liquor. I would think she'd kind of like that in the ear. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's bass. right. Oh, She's yeah. all, stop it. <laughs> Just trying to get ready for a baby shower, and I'm, like, walking around oh. talking all... Ooh, tonight Jake would like to send out a love song to Janice. He just wants <laughs> yeah. you to know that he loves you. Jake oh. realizes he's made a mistake and hopes you forgive him. <laughs> Did you ever hear that? Love they actually the have coast, that. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, those things! It's just so sad here. It things. is sad. But like I like I told you, I was very sad because I went from the, the the sexy deep voice to to the Peter Brady time to change like a day later, and my, I still can't do anything in the uh, you know lower range like a. High, high pitched voice because it's comes out ah, like Adam Goldberg or something. Well, yeah, but yeah. now when we get sick, we get sick for like ten days, which yeah. is stupid because when we were kids, if I was sick for like three days, that was a, an eternity. Well, I actually really used to get sick and, and, and for ten days. And here's the thing, too. though: Do you like when you get sick? Do you just lay down in bed and like for a day and just rest, or do you like keep going? No, I I will. I'll I'll sit there and you know for a couple of days probably, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm I'm functional. I'm too functional to lay in bed again. Right. I yeah, got to yeah, go to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem. Is is like the cough or the cold just hangs on for weeks. Oh, I got guys in the office. You can hear them from the, across the, oh, you know, the gnarly, other side of the office, man. a large building, and you can hear them coughing away. Yeah. And, and he says, "Oh, I'm not sick. I just have the upper you know, respiratory. Yeah, I have something, you know." And they're like, "Yeah, but that's called well, being I, I sick." I can control it. And like, oh, yeah. you need you need some steroids. You need some. But, yeah. I, but I used to, but my problem drugs. is I used to have a whack doctor who was like an anti antibiotic doctor. Oh, and so I would know oh, like right. if I go to the doctor. And I sit there for a couple hours. He's going to tell me plenty of rest, plenty of fluids, viral, you know, disease needs to run its course. And then I would have to go in there like, you know, a month later begging him for antibiotics. I'm still sick. I'm still sick. Because I did that. I waited. I was sick. Um, I had a sinus infection. And finally, I waited like three weeks. I'm like doing neti neti pot. I'm doing like, (laughs) you know, anything but go to the doctor. Finally, finally I'm going to go away for the weekend. I'm like, I just need some relief. Yeah, something. And so I, I got steroids and I got antibiotics yeah. and I was better in like four days. Oh, wow. So I, mean, I, I took, I mean, I was feeling better already. Yeah. 10 days of antibiotics and now it's it's all gone. But so I, I, was about, I was about five days of like not being able to talk at all. And then my wife basically yelled at me and told me, you go to the doctor and you get something. And um, this doctor, like I went in there, listened to me breathe and I got like steroids and antibiotics right away. So I'm glad that like I have a different doctor now because my old doctor, he was just like, oh, plenty of rest, plenty of fluids. I'm like, oh, why did I come here? Why did I pay a copay? That's right. You tell me to do what I've been doing for the last, you know, three weeks. (laughs) That's funny, man. Well, I laid around and it wasn't helping. So eventually, yeah, yeah, you just got to get up and start. Living anyway, I guess. But anyway, but you and you watched some good movies while you were resting. Some good movies, mm-hmm. right? Good, good. Some good movies, but this one's more. This set topic here was more brought to the fact that like I had watched a movie a while ago, mm-hmm. and I had left like a little review on the page, and and Russell kind of gave like a sad face, thumbs down. Oh, like yes. it, like his feelings were hurt by my rev- my review, and 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 I figured. Um, 
you know, oh, we want that we'd have to discuss it at some point, but we had other topics. We had a four hundred year old pie to eat, so that's right. so that got in the way. And um, then, of course, Rogue One came out, so it just gave a perfect opportunity for kind of a a space battle of the, sorts. The, the epic, the ever present battle between Trekkies. And was there another was there a word for Star, Star Wars, Wars fans people? are just fa- are just people because when a movie makes a bi- uh, two billion dollars and the next movie makes a billion dollars, I don't think you could call that like a cult fan base. That's true. <laughs> That's really so. We're talking Star Wars versus Star Trek. Yes, and the two movies, Star Trek Beyond, Beyond. the latest in the uh, the new reboot uh, with uh, Chris Pine yeah. and Zachary Quinto, and then. Rogue, Rogue One, One with nobody you've ever heard of. And, and, no for- and, ever heard. and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I could probably do a good Forrest Whitaker tonight with the voice. Borgalitz. Borgalitz going to find out what's in your mind. The Death Star. The Death Star. The Death Star is in my mind. Did did they send you here to to kill me? I don't know what I'm doing here to find the Death Star. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, so anyway, the whole the whole point was oh we thought it'd be goodness. fun to kind of play around. You know, obviously I I didn't know you were as big of a Trek fan as you apparently are. Absolutely. Well, you know, we I think we talked about it a we, we little really, bit. Yeah, we really talked about Trek during our time travel episode because right. unfortunately. So many of the, t- the Star Trek movies have involved time travel. Right. They, they, it seems like they almost all do. Yeah, like every other one is like, oh, let's go back in time That's again. the one. Yeah, about Saving Whales or where yeah. uh, this one. Uh, so 2005 was the, I think it was 2005, the reboot yes. of Star Trek. By J.J. Abrams, By, who, who successfully has now rebooted the Star Wars uh, franchise. Plenty, plenty of lens flare and all the things yes. make J.J. Abrams, uh, what Beastie Boys and all those things. Yeah. Um, and... I thought it was a phenomenal way. They just got rid of all the old cruft of oh. the old Star Trek show. They're like anything like, you know what? It's all new. And I just mm. love that about it. And I mm. thought, you know what? Why be saddled? This is just like Star Wars. Why well, be saddled all by 50 old... years of history and fandom? And all... well, <laughs> I have to say, though, see, it, it, it's, a, it's a common thing because we talked about when the uh, all the Star Wars books, they're like, yeah. you know what? That didn't happen. It's not part of the canon. We're not, and it's only the movies, and that's the it. Cartoon series, oh, the cartoon series. The cartoon series. There is some cartoon series, but they didn't take all that extra stuff with them. They just started, you know. Yes, but almost it, a fresh start. But it's different. Like I mean, it's it's funny because because apparently you loved the rebooted movie. I did. Oh, dude, the rebooted movie, there are people who don't like the original Star Trek movies that much, who like the reboot. Right. Who have, dude, that reboot has brought people into the franchise. Those movies have been so fantastic. I absolutely loathed the reboot. Mm. Okay, and I'm not like a huge Star Trek fan. I'm a fan of the original TV series. And I kind of, there was a a marathon over the weekend of the old campy classic you know, cheesy sometimes. Almost but, unwatchable. But great. <laughs> oh, I love every original, one of those Oh, shows see, this is, is going to be great, an interesting man. show then. Because, <laughs> yeah. because original Star Trek on TV, 1960s Star Trek. I love that. It's great. Oh, man. I love e- even, every even, episode, even if yeah. every fifth episode you you go down to a gangster world and, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's right. Some kind of world. <laughs> some, oh. It happens to be like the 1930s. Yeah, you know. And was, uh, there's a, some Al Capone style much. character. Yeah. But they had a lot of other great stuff, <laughs> too. So, so anyway, so I love the originals. Then they made the movies. And, and 
Star Trek as a, as a movie series with even with Captain Kirk, you know, Fat Kirk. Um, and I, you know you'd have you have nice you know fit Kirk in the sixties, and then they came back with the movies, and he was like Fat yeah, Kirk in his back. He was only ever so fit, dude. But anyway, those movies were really miss 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 miss. Other than Wrath of Khan, which still stands out to me as like the best of the Trek, the Trek movies. Sure, absolutely. Wrath of Khan oh, kicked butt. The first one, oh my god, it was oh, Spock. I, I, I don't think Spock any, was terrible. No, the very first one, you know, with the 10 or uh, 15 minute vigor yeah, dude, pass by first, scene that was first one. So was slow, so I was ready bad. to fall asleep. No one knew what the hell was going on. So anyway, the, their movies have been very uneven. And then I I wasn't even really into like um Next Generation, you know. See, that's where his Next Generation I, that's when you clicked in. If you look on the shelf here, I think yeah. that's right behind you. I've got all the seasons. Mm-hmm. Even though I can watch them all on Netflix, so yeah. I've got all seven seasons on my shelf. So one day I'm going to sit down with my grandchildren. We're going to watch some Star Trek. TNG. And, you know, we're going to Jordy, Data, Tasha Yar, yeah. Worf. We're going we're gonna to check them all out, and it's going to be phenomenal. But I, I just – and I, I get that, and I – Enterprise – Phenom- I tried watching that. Ugh. Probably the best one is Enterprise. Enterprise. If it had gone longer, I think it would. I think it would have been how many the best seasons one. of Enterprise? It was really good. So I, we li- we literally could not disagree more on like the Star Trek. Well, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You call original Trek crap, and you love like the more recent. I do stuff, yeah. and but I don't think you think that the original Trek no, is I, crap. No, no, no. Okay, dude. Here's when, you, when you it was the only Star Trek yeah, on. Man, yeah. I was into it. Here's what's missing from Russell's side of the equation, and here's something that Star Wars banks on when they do their movies as part of their equations, and that's nostalgia, dude. Russell is not that nostalgic for Captain Kirk, dude, or the That's original true. Spock. He's not going to sit through two hours of Star Trek with a bunch of crap for for a minute for the you know thirty seconds of Captain Kirk at the end when everyone goes, "Holy shit, that's the real Captain Kirk, dude!" There he is. You can hear everyone going, "Ah," you know, and like Star Trek doesn't do that like Star Wars does, dude. If anything, at points. With Star Wars, you start to feel manipulated now, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it just showed R2 and 3PCO at the end of two hours of this shit. And now we're <laughs> seeing the original droids and everyone in the theater is going, oh, oh, God, oh no, no, not even. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, Not just guys? the original droids. They used unused footage of Red and Gold Leader. And inserted them into that battle over Scarif, and people lost their like star I real Star Wars fans one. lost their minds. They were the, like the same two Gold Leader and Red Leader right, who led the attack on the Death Star. <laughs> they used unused footage now from need, the original movie. Now and I cut need to watch. Now oh. I need to watch it again. Oh, you gotta uh, watch Red Leader, what? Gold Leader, and there was also another great Easter egg. During that battle, Red Five dies. Oh, That's Red right. Five. Do you know who Red Five was in A New Hope? Wedge. Luke Skywalker. Oh, fuck. So there was an open spot. Oh, there was. Oh. That's why there was an open spot, because Red 5 got <laughs> blasted, man. Um, oh, man. Dude, I, I, I recognize the blue milk, you know, oh. and, and, and I'm like, oh, that was they've That was too milk, manipulated. Dude. It was like, you it wasn't just I mean? like the blue milk was there. It was like they were doing a blue milk commercial. commercial for Because blue the milk, thing yeah. just like zoomed right in on it. And, and they yeah. might as well have put a banner at the bottom that said, 
blue milk with an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, now if Star Wars, I'm still had, like yes, blue dude, milk. If Star Wars had made something for television, live action, like dude, like think about how much more Star Trek has made for TV. Oh yeah. So dude, like how would Star Wars? I mean, have they? Has there ever been a Star Wars live action? Uh, Series, dude? No, they talked about one. uh, There's been TV movies, the Ewok Adventure. Oh, yeah. And then I think there was two of those, weren't there? Yes, there were. Return to uh, Uh, Caravan of Courage and uh, what was the other one? Oh, dang it. Caravan of Courage, dude. Nice. And then uh, what else was there? Uh, That was probably, oh, then the uh, infamous 1978. Uh, the non-existent ho- ho- holiday special. The non-existent holiday special. <laughs> I, ha- I have it on. That's this. horrible. <laughs> but um, where we all are all about the Wookies and with- <laughs> Lumpy and and the grandpa sitting there watching what, what, some kind what of was, weird. What was the name of the day? It was uh, uh, Life Day. Life Day, life of course. Day. Life Day. Man, uh, but the guest stars on that were just <laughs> epic. Art Carney, uh, uh, Starship. Uh, <laughs> That's what you, uh, B. That's Arthur. What, that's what Connie. Is B. Arthur canon is what I want to know? Oh, yes. What do you mean? She was on a she Star the, Trek? Uh, no, she was in the holiday special. So oh, let's get – the so, but you gave – I believe you gave it a five or six I out of ten. I gave it a six. Six out of ten. So why did you dislike Star Trek Beyond? It didn't feel like it was big screen worthy to me. I mean the 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 movie. It's like, is I, this the one with Khan that just came no, out? No, no, it's the one after that. Oh god, yeah. So so so, so just just quick synopsis. Well, well, they they they're called to uh, the. Well, wait, let me go they, back. They get though, called because... to a planet because uh, the crew has been kidnapped or they then they need help and they get to a planet and they the, the Enterprise is destroyed. They crash land and all the crew is taken by Kroll. His name right? Yeah. And and they you know who looks like. A reject from um, from a, a character design from Galaxy Quest. Maybe. I mean, it's like almost <laughs> identical to the villains from Galaxy Quest. In fact, that was my problem. Watching this movie, I was halfway through the movie going, I wish I was watching Galaxy Quest 2. I think we all wish we were watching Galaxy Quest I wish I was watching Galaxy Quest 2 rather than Star Trek Beyond. Mm. And the weird thing for me is I don't fault the actors. I like the new cast. I think they do a really good job. Bones is dead on. Like oh, I, I, love think I don't think Carl they could Urban have nailed Bones. it any He's harder. So they could not have done a better Bones. I'm okay with Chris Pine. Uh, you know, Spock is Spock. I like the cast. The cast is fine with me. It's not the cast that's the problem. It's almost like I kind of go got to go back to the original one, the reboot that you love so much. Right. For me, the reboot was like a slap in the face to to fans of the original series. It's what they basically did is they cheesed out. Instead of like rebooting it, rebooting it, they tried to have it both ways. They tried to say, okay, we're rebooting it, but it's an alternate universe because Spock from the original universe is in this universe and helped create it. It's almost like I feel like now I'm not watching Star Trek anymore. I'm watching like the alternate universe Star Trek where, you know, Kirk had the beard. You know, it could be one, mm, of, evil it's, it's one of those multiverse. We're in, we're watching a multiverse Star Trek now. It's not even the same. And then I was so offended by they blew up Vulcan. They, they, I felt like almost like J.J. Abrams was like, I really want to make a Star Wars movie, but I got this contract to do, to reboot Star Trek. So he tried to make it to Star Wars, and it wasn't. I mean, they like they landed on some planet that looked like Hoth and fought some beast in a in a, in a cave where they randomly found Spock, and then they killed they destroyed Vulcan like it was Alderaan. It was like it just didn't work for me. I was so offended by the alternate universe rebooting of the franchise. 
that I thought they could have just gone and done adventures, you know, back in that era using the same characters. I didn't like Captain Kirk on a motorcycle pulling a Thelma and Louise, you know, at the very beginning of the movie. And it, was, the, it was a Corvette. But yeah. Whatever, Corvette. But yeah, but you know, but why be saddled with all the old, you know, the old characters and the, you know, their interactions and their, you know, their backstories? Now there's just, there's really nothing holding them back from I know, like, I know, creating some really amazing it stories. Feels, it feels like they're trying to be bigger and they're trying to be more like a Star Wars, but I feel like they've lost what Star Trek was about. Like the original series, even though as campy and cheesy as it was, the other night, like I posted a picture of Gorn, you know? Right. And I watched that episode, The Arena. Okay, they got this thing that looks like a really bad sleeve stack from Land of the Lost. Exactly. It's like the sleeve stack from Land of the Lost with the vest on, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's it's like nineteen sixty. He's got to be a cousin, right? And the thing moves so <laughs> slow. He's like, you know, he's like the the um, security guard who used to work at um, uh, Jack the Box down on the shore. Remember mm. the guy who used to try to scare people? He was too slow. He was too yeah. slow. He couldn't catch anyone. But anyway, the episode what the, what it was really about was like this superior race was pitting the Gorn versus the humans, like, in this battle. And, like, whoever won, they were going to blow up the other ship. They were like, oh, you, you guys are too aggressive. Your races are too aggressive. You guys battle it out to find out. So whoever, whoever's most aggressive and wins, you, yeah, you don't die. And then Kirk ends up, remember, and then Kirk ends up not killing the Gorn at the end. He, like, refuses yeah. to kill the Gorn. And that's what I loved was, like, like the messages in the original Trek, they got into some really good sci-fi stories, even in the campy, cheesy, you know, plastic sets that they had and the, you know, running around Vasquez rocks. Mm. The, the, the stories that they had on the TV show were much deeper than, than what they're doing in the movies or what they've ever done in the Star Trek series in the movies. That's why my, I made my comment was maybe Trek should just stick to TV. Well, I'm thinking you're, you're, you like the message. Yeah. It's like mm. save the whales and, and those things that are just kind of a, you know, uh, you, you'd like those messages more than the, than the story, the, than the, the space part. Yeah. The, the adventure and, and all that. I mean, I, I I could do without the, you know, let's let's give somebody a good message about you know feeling good about ourselves. Well, it wasn't or, just right. the, it wasn't just a good message about feeling about ourselves, but like my like I said, I wasn't a big Next Generation fan. But my favorite episodes of Next Generation were the ones with Q, the ones where mm. Q was like putting humanity on trial. They were like deeper and more philosophical, and this Trek was more. About that kind they of the, stuff. They had the prime directive, how yeah. they don't interfere. That was their, you know, their. They don't interfere except for every episode when they interfere. Every, every, that's right. <laughs> I like that Borg cube, I tell you what. Well, and the, bo- the Borg were good. The Borg, like, yes, absolutely. So Q and the Borg I thought were really interesting. Right. You know, but now, like this this current movie, there's, you know, they basically, it just felt like a waste to me. Like this could have, this was like a TV episode. It wasn't like with good special effects. There was action scenes that were fantastic and terrific. But I fell asleep twice watching the damn thing. You know what's funny is my uh, daughter's that she was in high school when that first one was coming yeah. out, and uh, a bunch of her friends went to go see it, and she said all the girls were really bored, dude, yeah. and then all the guys were really into it. And I don't know if girls like Star Wars more, or I, I don't know why that would have been or whatever, because I thought the first Star Trek was fantastic, dude, the reboot. See, yeah, I hated yeah. that. I liked, I liked the. Even though I wish they had done something original, I liked the Wrath of Khan reboot, the second one they did better than the see, first. See, I one. don't. I didn't want to see him go too far down that road of mm, nostalgia, you know, but, dude. But, but they should have done I mean. something different. It was a, it was a cop out to just try to rehash that material. Yeah, see, I agree. If I would have liked to see the a franchise. Different... Then don't rehash the best film you've done. Well, the best villain. Don't yeah. don't recycle the right. best. As villain much as I love Benedict guy, Cumberbatch. Yeah. 
He was, yeah. he was, he was phenomenal. And he was, he was he phenomenal, was but he still, he still didn't have rich Corinthian leather. No, no, yeah. no, no. Montalban is just... Yeah. So but he didn't so have, so you know, the fur vest, you know. Kirk. <laughs> well, uh, well so, no, that's but, Okay, wild. so let's talk a little about Rogue One now. Wait, wait, I'm starting beyond still. This oh, is a, okay, great. Like I said, it, it had great action sequences, all this other stuff. I liked the cast, and yet I just didn't feel like... It just didn't feel like a like movie movie worthy to me, and the one thing that bothered me the worst was that Captain Kirk riding around the motorcycle like like uh, like he was on some set at a Universal Studios stunt show, you know, with that one part where he keeps like having the same image of him riding around. The Absolutely, motorcycle. yeah, I understand. That. I was like, all, I feel like I'm watching like the Waterworld stunt show or the Miami Vice stunt mm, show in this scene. I, 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 I can't totally uh, in disagree the first with you there. Movie when he's driving the red Corvette. Right. Is that the one? And they're playing sabotage, dude. You yes. realize that's a homage to the Re- the Rush song "Red Barchetta," right, dude? That Rush, the band who does Tom Sawyer, one right, of the right, most right. famous songs, is about a guy in the future driving an old gasoline car after they've been made illegal and all this stuff, dude. And that was a total tribute. The opening to that first movie was a tribute to that Rush song, dude. I don't know that. So there's there's backstories to be yeah, had yeah. there. It's good if you know that. Like, I'm well, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Rush was, like ten times. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, you know. So anyway, I just I was just underwhelmed by it, and I've been un- underwhelmed by pretty much almost all of the Star Trek movies. Well, how about the say the the next generation Star Trek movies? Because. The first one was a disaster because the first one, we discussed this before. The first one, they tried to have it both ways. Let's use the cast of Star Trek Next Generation, but let's still have some of the old people in it, right. too. So the very first part was funny and it had all the old people. And then it got into the Next Generation stuff. And then it had the ending, which was so terrible, where Captain Kirk, this great legend of Star Trek, you know, breaks his back falling off a you know, like a two-foot bridge or whatever it was. And it was just... In the r- ridiculous, you know, time loop that they could have gone back and tried and tried again until they succeeded, which was just, it was a failure. The next one, the one with the Borg, or the, um, whatever, the First Contact. Yeah, where, which is also uh, time where Data first gets contact. the emotion chip, dude. Which one is that? That one's cool. The First Contact one I thought was good because it had the Borg in it. Yeah. And then they went back then to that's another, the one. What, what the, that nemesis crap. That's what basically killed killed the oh, franchise. yeah, yeah. They basically tried to just pull like another con like, you know, person on the planet. And- See now if you had given me the argument that the Star Trek Next Generation movies yeah. felt like T V shows, like should have been T V shows, yeah. I would absolutely agree. agree with you on that one. I just I don't it it, it breaks down when we start because I just Yeah. Just because my just that getting rid of the old old crux and uh yeah. a whole new uh set of characters with different uh Oh, and then I was excited when Enterprise was coming out. I was excited. I, I, I tried. I didn't watch Deep Space Nine at all. Yeah. I tried watching Voyager, but I just it didn't Voyager live up to good. it didn't live up to what I was hoping it was going to be. And then I got really excited for Enterprise. I'm all, oh, Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap as the captain. Oh, and they're going back into like the old era. But then, I, like halfway through the first season, like every other episode was like a ship in a bottle, two people trapped on a planet, and I was just like, oh. Come on, like show me some yeah. of that stuff that I like from the original series. You know, you have battle special effects, but you can still go back into that kind of stuff that you yeah. dealt with before. Well, the first one had the uh, decontamination gel yeah. and the, uh, you know, they started off with the bang in Enterprise. Yeah. But uh, what was that uh, woman's name? Played uh, the Vulcan woman that was on the. Here's the alley. 
No. He's talking about uh, Enterprise. Ah, uh, Enterprise. His initials. Jolene. Blaylock, maybe? Yes. Whoa. Very good. Brad pulled it out. Yeah. Yeah, so she and the uh, lieutenant uh, yeah. have to rub each other down with the... Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. The <laughs> contamination gel. And it's funny because I recommended that the series to a friend. And I'm like, hey, which one? He said, he said, which one should I see? I'm like, well, I would... Yeah. I, uh, Enterprise is one of my favorites. I, I appreciate kind of the, the going back and, you know, before Kirk. Yeah. And... Uh, but I just wanted them to get more into, dog in space, into that stuff, like the exploring, like what the original series was, and it it just felt more, it just felt too similar to the tracks they'd already done. Well, there's only so much you can do, yeah. In it, but in now it. they're going to do a new series. They're coming out with a brand new series. Apparently, you have to pay for it to see it because it's only going to be on some CBS online only. Yeah, I don't. Which is a bad idea. That's such a bad idea. It should be on I like mean, Sci-Fi Channel, frankly. Sci-Fi Channel, put it on Netflix, yeah. Amazon Prime, whatever it is, get it out there. And yeah, that, I agree. I don't. I, I'll have to wait for it to be bootlegged on something. So my my whole theory is just that you know I like Star Trek. I like. I mean, I've seen every movie eventually, but I no longer go and see them in the theaters. I wait for Netflix. I wait for rentals. I used to go see them in the theaters, and I just been burned too many times. Like you know, the one where they go searching for God and they find some cousin of uh, Spock's and the guy. You know, sitting on some planet and there's like something going, Ew! the final frontier or whatever. That was one of the worst right. things I've ever seen. No, it was bad. That was bad. So I just like, I've been burned too many times and like, I like, I would rather watch a marathon of the, the original series like this last weekend. I watched like five or six good episodes of like, you know, original Trek and, and I like the, I like the chemistry of the characters better of all the Star Treks. The original cast had that chemistry between them, between bones and Spock and, and, um, Kirk, and then to be honest, Scotty was my favorite character growing up. I think he was probably a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, and oh, Scotty yeah, is so that. cool. In the couple episodes I saw, he's just sitting there kicking back, drinking some, drinking some, some, scotch, some drinking whiskey. Some whiskey. He was trying to drink some uh, Klingon under the table in the Trouble for Tribbles episode. Mm. <laughs> they're just like sitting there having this battle, you know. Mm. And by the way, did you see the episode of Next Generation where Scotty makes a return? He's caught in some uh, tra- transporter buffer yeah. for what, 75 years. I no did see way. that. And, and, then he, and, he, and then he and he gives that the hint of like, oh, just tell him, you know, you need five hours. <laughs> and then you do it in an hour and they're really impressed. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Which is true because it was like <laughs> totally making fun of the whole thing. But, well, hey. I did actually see one Deep Space Nine episode because they did do one where they um, interacted with the trouble with Tribbles. They like went back in time. They and- did. Oh, it's right. And Worf's like, yeah. The the, uh, the Klingons from the original were just kind of basically little uh, furrier uh, humans, <laughs> yeah. looking guys with the you know, old darker skin yeah. or something. It was it's funny. So anyway, Rogue One now, man. So Rogue is- One. Rogue One. Rogue the throwaway story. Rogue One. So Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Russell did not like it as much as me. No, no, no. Now, now, Russell just brings something up, dude. Now, this was the, this was marketed by the Juggernaut Machine as a standalone. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. I get in there. I'm looking at the prequel, The New Hope, dude. Right. So this, is that what a standalone? Blah blah blah. Scott thing is described only? it best. He said this was Star Wars. Three point nine, <laughs> Cause, uh, because it's literally like seconds before a new hope starts. No, exactly. And I just I thought that it was, uh, you know, people are like, "Oh, welcome to a whole new universe and a whole new group of people," and you know, get ready to meet the new gang. And then you know, the only two people die at the end, and uh, 
I understand. Spoiler alert. Everybody dies at the end. You spend two hours, you know, developing these characters, you know, their depths. Uh, and then, oh, by the way, you never see them again. Nope. Yeah, because, dude, they're throwaway characters. But that's characters. not true, man. You do see some of them. You will see some of them again. The next week, or two weeks after the movie premiered, Rebels returned to television. Oh, and Rebels oh, is a couple oh, years oh, before oh, oh, oh. Rogue One. And guess who was on there? Saw Gorera. And You're guess kidding. Who, no. Well, a really good episode with Saw Gerrera, and they were like on this plant. They went back to Geonosis, like where the Death Star was originally being built. Oh, that was uh, that, that was the same. Okay, so that was supposed to be the same character. Yeah, that's Saw that Rex's buddy. Because I'm, yeah. I'm watching Rebels now, and now yeah. you've got me into it. Yeah, uh, Saw Gerrera. That was Saw Gerrera a couple years, you know, earlier. Oh. And that's why they were like all. Yeah. Remember, he was being all like he wanted to kill the guy, and he wanted to like you know. Take the you know the egg or whatever, and they're like, "Oh no, no!" The, you know he's trying to save his species. Mm. It was kind of showing Sagarera's extremism, like you know how he behaves. So, Rebels right now is like so good because it is tying in. You know how we said they wiped out all the old expanded universe. They are bringing stuff back in left and right. They brought back in Thrawn. Thrawn, yeah, that's the best. In part. this new episode, parts. I don't know if you've seen the, the episode from last week. Um, there's um, the character um, Sabine. Yes. The Mandalorian. Well, anyway, she discovered the dark saber, which is like a uh, like an old lightsaber. That the lightsaber was owned by the only Mandalorian who was a Jedi from way back in time, and that tied into some like old Republic comic books and video game. That had been wiped out before. So now they brought that character back in. So that's like every week. It's like they're bringing stuff back in. They're tying things into Rogue One. And the, and, and the, between the Clone Wars and Rogue One, they're like tying stuff in. Like Rebels is going to lead up probably right to that movie now. I bet you the series ends, you know, right where Rogue One begins. Because um, the ship, the ghost, was in Rogue One. And was Chopper, if you caught him. No, I did not. Chopper catch was that. Out, Chopper was on the base. He went right by in the background, right as they were running out. To, Where's like, the, the little claws? Of, you know, yeah, he was even like making noises, and he was running by in the background. No way. And, oh, and the ghost, the, the ghost ship was in in the Battle of Scarif. Well, now I have to watch that again. Yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, it's not the kind of movie you only see one time, dude. Well, clearly, nobody First, does because because it, it has now grossed over five hundred and twelve million domestic. And it, by this, by probably tomorrow, it'll have grossed over 500 million foreign. So it's hit the billion dollar mark already. So I would say, I'd say it's safe to say this was like the riskiest Star Wars movie. They were like, oh my God, you know, is anyone going to go see this? There's no Luke, there's no hand, there's no characters you really know other than Mon Mothma and Bail Organa. Well, Darth Vader's in it. Yeah. So, and know, it just, it just knocked it out of the park, box office wise. Obviously, you didn't like it as much as I did, but. I mean, I, I it was I enjoyed it. I thought it was but, a really beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. you know, but you know, I have I have the forest. The forest is with me, hey. uh, uh, dude. See, oh, what the hell was that? I, I, I love. Oh, Donnie I Yen. I could, you could, I will, I will read a comic book or, or, or a com, I want to see something with Donnie Yen. I want to see what, what these guys are about. This, uh, whatever, whatever, what is it called again? The, uh, the Guardians of the Wills. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it was, those that was just a weird were? little. Just that's a throw, no, that's a throwback to the original script yeah, for Star man, Wars. Was I mean, the Journey of the Wills? Luke Skywalker uh, was the adventure of the Journey of the Wills. It was like this stories that contained all these stories, and it was kept by the Journal of the Wills. So they brought that back in together mm. in the movie. Oh, it was kept by those guys who apparently uh, why, who, who weren't who weren't Jedi's. 
No, but they were like followers of the Force. They were right. kind of like how um, War Santeca was, you know, the religion of the Force or whatever. Right. There's people that like worship it. That they're not like Jedi. They're just like like religious followers. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. What I didn't understand about it Poor is, is that <laughs> the guy who designed the Death Star he wants he wants secretly to destroy this Death Star that he's designing. So he makes. He makes a way for it to be destroyed. They fixed the plot hole. And like, like why would you make a oh, this giant, you know, battleship right, the size right, of a moon right. and yet if you put one torpedo down this shaft, it destroys the whole thing from the inside that out. That was always the big complaint about the original Star Wars and they tried to fix it with this by saying that this guy basically he was like a scientist and he was trying to do things like it was like like a, um what you call it Oppenheimer. Yeah. He thinks he's doing something good and then he realizes oh crap this can be used for terrible oh, things. No, so basically yeah. he stalls, you know, for years and years and then, you know, puts like a flaw in it. Yeah, but why didn't he just put a code in and was like, hey, punch these numbers in and the whole thing will blow well, up? Well, maybe they know? would have found that. Because, <laughs> because at the end of New Hope, they go through this whole thing about what an impossible friggin' shot it is. It is an impossible shot hit. for most people, so but not for Luke Skywalker because he could, he could uh, um, hit uh, Womp so, Rats so, uh, so no so bigger why, than a... <laughs> so why would this guy make it so difficult to to destroy? Well, maybe that's because, why would he build in a back door like well, that? Maybe that's like, it it's very hard to do and almost impossible. But it was being inspected. It is possible to do. Yeah, right. you know, it's not like it's you know, completely. And then the uh, other thing is, did, and, didn't his wife get? Didn't they kill his wife? They killed yeah, his wife. Right so why the why would he do anything for those people? What do you mean they killed his wife and then forced him to go? study and build a death star why didn't he just tell yeah. him to go well, to hell if you look at anything like even the movie top secret you know they capture a scientist and they make him you know the, oh i think we'll, we'll kill your daughter well, or whatever. yeah you know but what? that's how yeah, you get him to do what you want dude you it worked in top and secret and they didn't get the daughter so they couldn't force him yeah so why is he that's doing what it I'm why saying? not you why know is what? He just doing kill me it, dude. or you know right well, just say like, no i'm not gonna dude. do it yeah <laughs> Dude, it's like, dude, at plot first hole. he's like, oh, no, I'm not doing it, no. Don't create new dude, plot holes. Dude, this movie fixed like, plot holes. No, 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 this is exactly what happens. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. And then they murder his wife, and then he's like, well, okay, shit, I'll go with you. I'll do it. Oh, I guess I'm going now. Right. Begrudgingly, I'll do it because now my wife is dead, dude. No, Which see, I didn't understand. But see, he, he had the morality to try to stop this thing. And so he basically stalled, and he worked on it because he knew that, like – Work was going on without him. Already. Work was going on without him, but they he just needed him to come back and fix some problems. The laser, like basically the the um, kyber crystals and so, the laser. So, okay, hold on, go back to that because mm. I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. Now, the kyber crystals; these are the same crystals that the lightsabers. the lightsabers are made from. This yes. is what the Death Star uses, yes, to kill planets. Right, right, right. Nobody ever said that in the original Star Wars. No, and this you is know, like all. This is all like. Amazing stuff here. And they yeah, miss, well, and they've, and they've been tying that in, too, to Rebels. They've been talking about kyber crystals, yes. like, nonstop yeah, on Yeah, but on those, those, dude, too. I thought that Jedis were supposed to go on a vision quest to find those crystals. They did. Dude. They would go and they'd find so them. So they should have worked that into, I thought. Well, there were no gonna... Jedi, though, in this one. So that they were basically using the same well, type Well, where of was thing. Yoda, though, dude? But, and I think in, in Clone Wars... Was in Clone Wars that that uh, Anakin Skywalker went and got yeah. his crystal. Yeah, there was a whole big thing about it then. And then Ahsoka oh, really? did the same thing with a bunch of young students on. Right. Uh, on you know, they on all went and picked well. their crystals yeah. out. They went oh, and picked so their. I well, basically, that. the crystal picks you. Oh, right. All of a sudden, oh, like oh, they're oh. saying this thing, and then this crystal just starts glowing, and then yeah. like there it is. Yeah, like the, the crystal one. chooses you. 
Well, you must need massive amounts of that for the death. Well, side. that's why they went to Jeddah. If you notice that giant <clears throat> statue, it looked like a like a knockdown Obi Wan on the on the ground there. Yeah, it used to be like oh, a yeah, Jedi yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. academy. Like a, kind of basically, thing. think of it as like a Jerusalem for the Je- like the Jedi. It a was mecca, like a place, yeah. where, like a mecca. What yeah. you, you saw as they walked through the town, there's like all these people look like a something out of uh, Monty Python's Meaning of Life and wearing different like you know no the sandal the sandal is the thing to follow or it's the gourd. <laughs> right. Right, right, it was right. just like all these different like weird religious That's people right, yeah, yeah. wandering around. Well, but Yoda would have been around. And see, dude, well, one, yeah, of, but one of the things I thought that was interesting is that so a lot of the characters from New Hope were alive yeah. when Rogue One happened, right? Yeah. And so... Um, well, this is basically, if you think of it, like weeks before, you know, Luke dude, gets activated. Dude, dude right. Brad, I want to know, okay, we're casting Rogue One. Yeah. I need a leading man. I want him to be kind of like a cowboy. Dude. Yeah. I want him to be like like Han Solo, but even a little more wild, yes. dude. And, and he's got to be kind of handsome, and he's got to be dangerous and all that stuff. You bring me Diego Luna and say, this is our guy. And the reason you do that is because everybody's just want diversity. There's not enough diversity. We need more women. We need more, nah, more Asians. Really? We need more do you black. think that's what it that's is? That's what it was. This was the most. Well, why would you pick this a was the most diverse, This was the most diverse Star Wars cast ever. Well, I'm all for diversity, dude. But that's why they did it. That's I mean, that's why they went with those choices. Uh, yeah. Jin Erso's character originally supposedly was going to be a guy, but they just thought, oh, well, well you know, let's cast Oh, and you know what really... I thought was interesting is that the lady reminded me too much of Ray, dude. She looked physically like that lady Ray to me. I didn't I didn't, didn't mind think because so? because Felicity Jones was cute to me. Her little <laughs> oh, yeah. her little I mean, overbite. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, that little English beautiful. accent. Ugh. But did you see Open Range with uh, with Robert Duvall and yeah. Kevin Costner and okay, yeah. Diego Luna? Like, dude, he's a great actor. I've seen him in other movies that he's been that around he's that been long. Great. Oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I never really seen him in anything. No. Else. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember him from that. But yeah, no, I you say that. And anyhow, so I just thought that it was an opportunity at you know to to put. A, I mean, if you're gonna use a no name guy, for yeah. crying out loud, use a no name guy who we've. I mean, that's what Star Wars is famous yeah. for: is taking chances on Mark Hamill and you know. Uh, Carrie Fisher was a name back then, but uh, what's his nuts wasn't. Uh, Harrison Ford had only been in like American Graffiti, Graffiti or yeah. something yeah. like that point. So, um, but dude, Rogue One is very cool. The main droid in it, I wasn't really so. I'm not really oh, a I fan of that robot humor, you know. And I know that's dude, Alan that. Tudyk who used to be on Firefly. Oh, yeah, there the you pilot go, on Firefly, there he's great. There you go. But see, and that's the problem. I love the part where she shoots the one and then he like walks up and he's like, you right. knew that wasn't me. Right, right. That was pretty good. <laughs> I think there is a problem, though, because the other droids are so iconic, yeah. dude. I mean, well, they're just. Like when, when you have that droid, like, you know, I have a problem with the timeline and how sophisticated the droids are. Meanwhile, you've got C three PO and R two D two. I mean, you know, well, like the C3... astromech, but they like C three PO. They just C three PO is a protocol droid. His his main purpose is to sit there and be all stuffy and be like, a, "I speak six million languages." Yeah, I just I speak bocce. Dude, but they do talk about R two R two D two being a junky unit. Older, yeah. At the beginning, I think in New mm, Hope, you yeah. know, he's like, yeah, because he, I don't he, know, he can fly around one. and stuff in the original. Um, the prequels. That's right. He had so like jetpacks and stuff. Now he's old and he's just got going across the sand. That's how I knew hope. <laughs> yeah. But um, I like Rogue One a lot. 
uh, whatever the, uh, the makeup is fantastic. Uh, Samuel, uh, not Samuel Jackson. Who's the, who's the, Forrest who's Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, you know, <laughs> come on, man. Um, his performance was a little odd. He, he yeah. might be one of my few, like, dude. And the actor that played the engineer who worked on the dead, on the death star. I yeah. think he's French, isn't he, man? Um, I've seen him in some badass oh, uh, movies. Mad dude. Mickelson. Yeah, whoever yeah. that lead guy was that was on the he was, uh, he was the bad guy. Mad. Mad. He was the bad guy from um um Doctor Strange. That's it. That's it. Yes. He just played recently played that guy. But yeah, but then but let's talk about what we should really talk about. Vader. Mm, yeah, man. Vader. Um, that scene at the end isn't that what everybody has ever wanted to see just him kicking ass where he's just going down that hallway, like choking a guy to the ceiling, just wiping oh, out rebels. Yeah, and like, yeah, and the course, thing is, it's like, okay, the, we're going into this movie and it's like the Titanic. We know that the plans get out. And yet the movie still gave you this tension of like, Oh my God, they're not going to get the little chip through the door. You know it's going to get through the door because you've seen the next movie right. where they blow yeah. up the Death Star. So you yeah. know but the you're ending. St- but you're still and yet, worried about it. You're still worried about it because Vader's just walking down that hallway. And it's unstoppable. people up like, like Jason or Michael mm. Myers, man. And then uh, throwing his fist. That was pretty exciting to see him in that tank. I, I and, and, and then the end, whether, whether you like the CGI or not. When they give that plans to Leia, and I she turns that around, was good. I, I just that, that just like you know, it made you forget about all the people that just died. You were like, oh yes, well yeah, this because you're looking at movie. We know what happens. Looking at an interesting character, yeah. finally. You know, <laughs> no, I mean, but the effects and stuff were enough to keep me oh, in no, that, that movie. Battle sequence and, at the yeah. end was like, like oh yeah, yeah loved every it. every yeah. When they, I think that with the two new Star Wars movies, they, yeah. they've created like this. You know they had kind of great planets, you know Endor and, yeah. and Hoth. But when the, with the interaction, in, interaction <laughs> between like spaceships yeah. like flying in the atmosphere is just so much better it's than, than any of the original dude. ones. Oh, so great! Another tie into Rebels. I don't know. You probably didn't catch oh, this either. Man. Remember the episode where um, uh, young Princess Leia helped them steal like three ships? Yes, the Hammerhead ships. That's right. The Hammerhead ship is the ship that. Um, Crashed the star, the um, one death, the one star destroyer into the other one. So it was one of the ships that they stole in that episode of Rebels. Was the ship that they used to ram? They rammed into it, and then they just put it on full. Just push, yes. push, push one ship. But into that the was other. one of the yeah. ships that they got from that Rebels episode. So everything's tying in now. Like I'm saying, like if you really love now, or now, want Star when you're Wars, watching that movie, are you going? That's one of those ships from Rebels because I'm like thinking I, I'm not thinking yeah. about anything. I like recognize that. the ship. I didn't yeah. recognize it being from that specific episode until I read about it later. Yeah. But I recognized the ship because I, I remember seeing you know those types of ships or whatever. But then like when I found that out, it made it like even more exciting to me. And then the other cool thing in there, did you catch the part where um, Mon Mothma and um, Jimmy Smits are talking and she's all, oh you know, have you contacted your you know old Jedi friend? Who's talking about Obi Wan Kenobi? That, that was a big thing because I thought, I thought that it, I, I was really yeah because you said have some. I thought there was another character. I didn't under, quite understand what's going on because Lori and I both thought like we heard one thing. Yeah, and Adam's like, no, they meant this. I'm like, I didn't get that. No, I it. totally. Oh, I mean, I just totally got it. The, the, he, he basically like they, she pulls him aside and like is this right before they they've said okay we're not going to go try to do this plan it's too crazy or whatever right. mm-hmm. and he's all um, she pulls him aside and she's kind of like all. Are you still in contact with your, you know, your old Jedi friend? And he goes, "Oh yes." And and he was going, you know, I'm going to send someone, the one person that I can really trust, 
you know, to go get him. And the one person he could really trust was Leia. Yeah. So Jimmy Smith says this, and then he's going to go. He's going back to Alderaan. So you know that Jimmy Smith is going back to the planet that's yeah. going to get destroyed, probably like a week from now. Mm-hmm. And yet he sends, he's sending Leia to go get Obi Wan. She just happens to end up um, on the on the one of the ships that ends up in this battle, and the Tanif is what leaves at the end with the, with the plans. But her goal was to get to Obi Wan to bring him back to Alderaan. Okay. For the first movie, so like the, this is in the little dialogue there. He's like, "Oh, your old Jedi friend." Oh, they're, I, they're I talking about Obi Wan Kenobi. And now in Rebels, if you watch the season, th- the it's basically cut into two seasons. They have like a first arc for the first half of the season. They do a break, and then like kind of have a second arc. The second arc. They've teased as basically Maul and Obi Wan are gonna go at it. The oh, whole Darth visions thing, Maul. Darth Maul and Ezra. Right. The visions they were seeing were they're... about Tatooine, and they, they they teased in the trailer for the second half of the season where you see Obi Wan sitting by some fire. This older Obi Wan sitting by some fire. You see like Maul in the background. He goes, "I think you're in the wrong place, my friend." No, there's gonna be fire. <laughs> so, the ending of season, this season of Rebels is going to kick ass. And I can only yeah. see Rebels going maybe one more year because they're getting closer and closer to the time of this movie. Right. But you could see, like, Cassian Andor in Rebels. Or you could see... They've already brought Wedge into Rebels. Oh, so all this shot, stuff is Wedge. tying in together. I want to bring that uh, that pirate guy in from Rebels, the uh, Ezra's oh, friend. Hondo? Hondo. I want to see Hondo okay, well, now, in live Hondo. action. Well, now, now this, now this brings great. something funny up because... You heard um, the recent um, casting for the Han Solo movie, right? The really odd casting. No, I've not. Woody Harrelson. <gasps> I did hear that one. I... He's going to be playing like Han Solo's like mentor. No way. So, and like in the books, you know, the old books that they've kind of scrapped, but you know, they kind of keep bringing things back in. Like Han Solo was like, you know, a dude. That's what I just own. said they should do. How they should bring, bring in a, a charming blah 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 blah. blah. So anyway, yeah. like Han Solo in some of the old books, like ran around with this like pirate guy, and so like you know, most likely the Woody Harrelson character is going to be like some space pirate who gets handed into like the smuggling and stuff like that. So it could be cool. But what? And what if they did, did it with makeup? What if? What if they had Woody Harrelson as Hondo? That would be kick-ass. Dude, he is good in everything he's <laughs> they in, are, man. Hey, I watched hey. The Hunger Games yeah. because of Woody Harrelson, man. Yeah. He's great. So I thought it was an odd casting because, of course, I always see Woody Harrelson. And besides his, you know, pot smoker personality in real life. Yes, yeah. I still imagine Woody the bartender. I still can't yeah. get Woody the bartender. I don't think he smokes head. weed all the time. Not dude. all the time. Yeah. He wears hemp jackets, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, t- so this one's actually, well, there's a very uh, pivotal scene. Uh, in, involving the Death Star, yeah. which also fills in a lot of holes. It's the Death Star can move in hyperspace. Yeah. And it's got, oh, it it's can got, go the speed of light and all that? Yeah, kind of? and that that was not something never talked about mm. in yeah. well, the original Star but Wars. you have to assume that because how else would they get like, you know, what are they going to take, like 10 years to get to the next planet? I don't know, that's, but they never said anything. No. And so I, I, you didn't know why, like... It's hard I, I to never, imagine I something that giant. I never even thought about giant. how to get there. I'm like, it just got there. And you, you know, know what's yeah. funny, man, is that at the, at the end of the uh, of Rogue One, when the, the whole planet is about to get blown up, that Imperial Star Destroyer looks so impressive that I'm like, why do they need a Death Star, dude? I mean, those Imperial Star Destroyers They're impressive, but they can't blow up a whole massive, dude. And, and so, yeah, so this is the weird part, too, that, that they can. Yeah, but why would you they, have they, to they, blow it all up? At they they once, tested out that, that Death Star twice, 
basically destroyed an area of the planet. Yeah. There's two planets. Yeah, in a one cycle. Well, and the cool part was... How did nobody know, like, oh, there's a thing that can destroy stars, destroy, destroy a planet? Propaganda. They used propaganda. That, remember, uh, the whole thing was Vader's, like, explaining to him, like, oh, oh, you know, we got to keep this quiet. Like, basically, like, there was a industrial accident on Jeddah. Is how they basically yeah. explained that off. Oh yeah, and everybody was, was dead that would have seen it anyway. Yeah, everyone was dead, yeah. so whatever you know. But the whole point is like Vader was pissed that they'd even tested this. Like Vader kind of doesn't like the Death Star. You even get that in the original thing. He's like, "Oh, this mechanical monstrosity is nothing compared to the powers of the Force." Yeah, yeah. but it you is. Know, it is, yeah. but <laughs> it is. But Vader's kind of yeah. like jealous. Like you know, what? Hey, yeah. I'm supposed to be the guy here. Now, yeah. now you got this, you know, old Tarkin guy. By the way, Tarkin, a lot of people, oh my God, he's too fake looking, whatever. If you didn't know that that was like a CGI guy, most people that didn't know, they're like, oh, I, I, I think, thought that guy was really old. How is he still in this movie? I think it might have fooled me, dude. Who's Tarkin? The old guy, dude. The old guy that takes over the Death Star from, from, yes, Peter Cushing. The, that guy oh. was digital? Come on, you know wait, he was wait, digital. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute. What guy? Peter dude. Cushing died in like I the thought, 1980s. I thought he, I know, but I'm like, oh, I thought that guy was dead. I said that. Yeah, he is Peter dead. Cushing. He's long dead. That was the most impressive. That, well, what was that actually in, fooled man. me. And, and people were thinking, okay, he's going to be in the movie, but they're most likely going to do like a scene from him from behind. This guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played? Oh, son of a. He was in yeah, all the. Right, he was all. Yeah. He was in all the Hammer horror movies. Yeah, he yeah, actually yeah. played Sherlock Holmes in a bunch yeah. of movies in the 1930s. He, he, he died the, in yeah. the 1980s, and they right. brought him back to life for this movie because he's Darth it, Vader's like second. Guy. Yeah, yeah. And basically, a dude, bunch, this guy is CG. How is that guy? You CG. didn't know he was CGI, dude. I That's was my like, point. I was like that guy, and I remember telling Mackie, I don't know how the hell they did it, but that dude because he looks an super old, old. I'm like, yeah. he must be like 95 years old. Yeah, it's seen. No, he, he's dude. like yeah. been dead for 30 years. Yeah. And that, that's the thing is a lot of people, like the, the pe- people that know about it, like that know that he was CGI, are like overly critical and saying, oh, you can tell, and it's like it, it took me out of the movie and stuff. And I'm nah, saying, man. the people that didn't know. If you go into that movie and you don't know that that's a CGI character, most people that don't know are like, all, they oh, did. my God, I look thought that this. guy... I think it looks real. Oh, he's... Nah, it was incredible. They, could, they, they nailed it. They could get rid of actors if they made... Absolutely. And just do all CGI. One hundred But it's like super expensive. And, and they did have like an actor on stage. They playing. just replaced his head. They or... just replaced his head. You know, remember, like they did that with Dooku in this one fight scene in Dooku. in Attack of the Clones, where Dooku's doing flips and stuff, or in, in Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> and you can kind of tell it's kind of fakey because there's like you know this guy doing this acrobatic flip, and they got Dooku's head on it. But now they can actually freaking make. People. I thought they were playing a clip from New Hope. When I was I, watching, I thought you it. and he was in the movie he much. Was it wasn't just like a little scene. He was like a like a, a supporting actor in the movie. And he was like standing by windows. And so you guys, neither you guys knew. Him, you know? I, I had no idea. I knew that he was CGI. Well, I, I knew, still was impressed. I, I knew that something was up because he's a recognizable character yeah. from the first movie. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So that's you know what? what? Sometimes they'll have they'll they'll put makeup on a guy, make him look really old. Yeah. And he's just you know, when he's young, they just wanted this actor to play him. Yeah. This, I'm thinking like maybe that was like oh, I thought well, that guy was dead. Let, 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 okay, let me I, ask I you that with Palpatine when he was in Re- Return of the Jedi, he was only like 40 years old, but they did all the old makeup on him. Oh, so by the time that they did the prequels, he was actually older. You know, and looked old. I don't think he'd get paid for that, or any of his well, estate his estate, would his estate get paid was involved. 
Because the state did, they did get a oh they did the state. Well, good. They're probably like oh because I mean I hope they just don't th- start throwing you know look I'll have John Wayne in the but next that's Star why Wars. the second Carrie Fisher died because she's supposed to be in Episode Nine and they haven't filmed Episode Nine yet so the whole thing on the internet was like oh my God what are they going to do are they going to kill off her character are they going to try to do this are they going to recast it but, but episode so it's like a controversy see, now the Carrie Fisher though that. You could tell that was CGI. Yeah, well, obviously, because she's old now. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, they didn't... There was they a didn't, softness around Yeah, the there, was, you know, there was a glow was a on her face. Yeah, now, like yeah. It, it seemed like it was like, okay, we know this is yeah. not... But it was so short, sure. and it was so perfect at, for an ending to that movie that, like, you know, it didn't matter. You knew, yeah, obviously, because you just saw Carrie Fisher the day before, so you knew, oh, yeah, look, they made young Carrie Fisher young again. Yeah, but well, Tarkin, because she they would have been Tarkin, as far as I was concerned. That was I, I, I was I was fooled. Really makes you wonder what they can do in other movies, dude, using other characters. Yeah, and you just know. think, like you know, if laws change or what, like thirty years from now, you could be watching your favorite actress from the nineteen eighties in some porno movie. That's what'll be so weird in some porno movie. Seriously, yes. that's the scary thing. Where could this guy? I want to like? see Sigourney Weaver in an Aliens porno. Oh movie. no. <laughs> Oh, it probably not exists. Don't, whatever you do, don't don't search for it because don't, you won't, won't find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <don't> <laughs> oh, but anyway, God. so I obviously loved Rogue One. To me, it was just this was the riskiest film because, like, it basically, other than Vader and Digital Tarkin, it was like all these characters you didn't even know about. And is it going to work? Are people still going to go? Are people still going to show up? And apparently, they did. And so, and a lot of them. Now the the next the next movie is obviously not risky at all because the next movie is we could see Luke Skywalker. Do more than stand on a hill and take his hood off. And, and did you hear that they renounced the name of the movie? Yeah, the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, but they said Jedi is 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 plural. Is plural. It's kind of like uh, oh, the last group. So oh, so man. just because it says the Last Jedi doesn't mean the Last Jedi. Right. Like one, like Jedi is. It like ain't like the, the last, Jedi. The last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. It's like the last of the group. So it makes you Jedi. worried. You're like, oh, oh my god, does that mean Luke's dying? <laughs> <laughs> But you know, but, know. you know, they they killed Han Solo, so they could do anything. Anything can happen. Yeah. I don't like the title, but usually I don't like the titles when they come out. And by the time the movie comes out, I'm all yeah. <laughs> Rogue One, oh, that's a great name, dude. And then they, you know, there's you know, what's the name of your vessel? Yeah, oh, yeah that, that was Rogue a little one. bit cheesy. Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. That was a little no cheesy. There is now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, there was a few cheesy moments, but like other than uh, you know. It just, it, it just, well, they it didn't. They never got bogged. For down. me, it Jeez, just expanded dude. the universe. It just basically said, like, we can play around in this playground. We could do a bounty hunter movie. We can do a Han Solo movie. It just proved that, like, with a risky story, without one of your favorite characters that you grew up with, you know, it's anything's possible in this universe. It's such a big universe now that I'm just looking forward to the next. Oh, dude! And remember how movies. they had yeah. the guy with the ugly face and walrus were in the. Yeah, cantina, dude. Some people down, criticize dude. that, but it's I thought like, that was kind of funny. Man. Where they bumped into them in the street. He doesn't but like he, your face. But the thing about it, if you think about it, though, is I don't like it either. He does travel <laughs> a lot because he does have the death sentence on fifteen systems. So he, the guy with that jacket. Yeah, face. He, remember he tells him that oh, I have the death funny. sentence on fifteen systems. So you, you, you'll be dead. Funny. He does get around. He'll <laughs> <and, laughs> be dead. <laughs> They're probably thinking we got to oh, get man. off this Jetta planet. The crap's going to happen here, and then they go to the other planet and get killed. Yeah. So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited for Star Wars. I'm less excited for for Star Trek now. If that if the new TV series was on regular TV, I would watch it. I would give it a shot. Absolutely. Yeah. I just I just think it lends itself better. Like even though I wasn't a big 
next generation fan, I would rather watch like a season of Star Trek than the kind of stories that they're putting up on the big screen. I just think the stories that they're putting up on the big screen aren't as good as what they could do in a season of like, say, Enterprise or Voyager. I'd rather see a season of Voyager. You say we're going to spend $150 million on a film. I'd rather see... 26 episodes. I'd rather see 20 or 20 or 15 episodes. I'd rather see 15 episodes mm. of, you know, you know, next generation than I would um, one episode of Nemesis or, you know, Star Trek Generations oh, yeah. where, you know, they're stuck on the time loop planet or, or going to check out a whale. I would rather I'd rather see a Star Trek TV show and I'd rather see the original Star Trek TV show than than these movies. I think their movies are just too rinky dink, even with even with the big budget and special effects. I think they're trying to be Star Wars and they're not doing it. Hmm. Um, I feel like Star Trek is a pretty well flushed out franchise, dude. I think it is a little bit apples to oranges, you know, man. I mean, but each movie has made less money um, out of the new three. Um, but but now listen, dude. Now 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 Gene Roddenberry when he conceived Star Trek had something very different in his mind than George Lucas when. George Lucas yeah. conceived uh, Star Wars, well, dude. Well, so it's like one of them's this kind of an idea, dude, or a way of life. Well, well Star you know, Trek right? is is science fiction, whereas Star Wars it's like is like space fiction or whatever. Star Wars is, is like space fantasy. It's like you know Flash Gordon. It's that type of thing. It's like a it's like a, a fantasy world. Whereas Star Trek is more based in science. Like every episode of uh, Next Generation was we got to fix the dilithium crystals or. You know, let's solve this uh, <laughs> mathematical uh, pro- problem to get out of here. Right, right. Or if we ran out of money a, this a, week, let's a, go to the holodeck. A, a, a transdimensional being is using the warp core as a uh, birth chamber. Uh, uh, we need to... Uh, now, now. We want to expel it to get out, but we don't want to uh, Heard kill it. it. Yeah. Okay, quick, quick go Prime around. Directive. Worst Star Trek uh, episode moment that you can think of. The one thing that just like really sticks out to me. From a TV's, from, from the, the TV TV's shows, series. from all the TV shows. See, I have one. I can start I, off. I, I immediately popped it in my head, and I, and maybe it's because you already said it, but when Q comes out in Star Trek: Next Generation, and he's like on the little flying little uh-huh. platform to to put humanity on trial, uh-huh. I just thought. Holy shit! What am I? What am I watching here? This See, is the I lamest thing I've ever seen. So you hated Q. He's I hated your worst Q. Movie. I love Q. You, you know what my worst it's, moment it's, was? It's like Superman. When you put this on, like this being that can do anything. It's he's too overpowered. No, but that was 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 in the original Star Trek. Half the planets they went to, they went to these. They they, they bumped into these creatures that were way more advanced than uh, them. That happened like about ten different times on the original Star Trek. Like the whole thing with the Gorn. They they bumped into these creatures that could basically like just blow their ship up. And, you know, they were like these peaceful, you know, enlightened beings that were like, we don't want these Dude. two warring cultures. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there were these, th- okay. they basically set the standard for the Q character in the original track. Dude, I got my, I mean, I got my, I got my, my worst episode so of me, original Star Trek. Me and Russell are not on the same page with Star <laughs> no. Trek. Dude, and maybe you'll remember this one. Oh, but you don't like the really old but I'm, yeah. I'm about to see them. I've seen them. Okay. Anyhow. Spock is so horny because <laughs> yes, because yes. apparently Vulcans like every five or ten seven, years, seven, every years, seven, years, seven years, years, he's got the uh, they go seven year itch. They go the buck fever. wild, yeah. dude. Their blood boils, and he just yells these piercing screams, dude. And they're sitting there going, "What the hell are we gonna do?" And he's like, "We gotta find a mate for him," you know. <laughs> 
And then that's also the episode where they go down to Vulcan, and then he has to fight Spock. So how can that be one of your Spock worst fight. Star Trek moments? That's because one of the best no, Star Trek. Because he has no dignity. At one point, dude, Spock is like writhing on the ground. But that going, fight is yeah. one of the best moments of Star Trek. The music. They're fighting with like some American gladiators uh, batons. Yeah, but one, right. one of the ends is like a pugil yeah. thing, and the other one's like a slicer. Yeah. And I, I anyway, dude, I just. I have to like that one. That I hate it. Yeah, great no, totally. It's a pitching episode. But I just always, it, I was like, Spock, I, get up. Walk very, like a just, man. It was very, yeah, yeah, we all got blue balls. Get we all get blue balls. Apparently, they had to slam the brakes on their entire. Apparently, they never taught Vulcans masturbation <laughs> yeah dude it's yeah. highly illogical you know what i mean no it's not now we all gotta go to vulcan so yeah. you know you can uh, find, get his rocks off find a mate okay dude. so my worst moment is they had a character for the first couple seasons of star trek generations the blonde with the short hair Tashi Yar. No, yeah. Was in, yeah. Okay, and you know they always send people down to the planet and they always kill off the, the you know the three unfortunate shirts, guys yeah. in the red shirts yeah well they send them down to this planet and she gets she's like a main character main character on the show right right she gets killed by a puddle of tar. Oh, yeah. A puddle of tar monster. Like, could you think of a worse lame death? They must have really hated this chick, Denise Crosby or whatever her name right. was. Oh, she must really get... piss somebody off. She must have really pissed somebody off because we're not going to give you, like, a good death. Did it get gonna... on her foot and then spread? I don't even remember. I just remember she, like, touched some a puddle of tar and, like, yeah. died. Yeah. And that was, like, like the, that was, like, almost as bad as Donna Martin graduates on 90210. I'll say with that episode. Donna Martin. <laughs> Donna Martin graduates. Donna Martin. Go check that out. That episode, I remember, because in the beginning of Next Generation, yeah. the episodes were very reminiscent of the original Star Wars. Yeah. Like the really bad, actually bad special effects. Yeah, well, and that was one of the episodes where I was like, oh, oh this yeah, is the worst. Terrible. Yes, mm. I remember that episode very But she well. died mm. from the tar monster. I just thought that was just dreadful. Mm. But then they brought her back. They did. For guest. For guest you know, no, guess role. well, and they like went back to like they had an alternate. They went back in time where the alternate universe where the Tashi Yar still like she's still she's the head of security. Well, of course, they got so many alternate universes they could just uh, they could do anything. they could do anything. There could be another new Kirk out there. <laughs> this Kirk could have a goatee. You never know. Picard, dude. Picard, yeah. come on, Glenn. Picard. I think the casting in the new movie. I just would like to close at least with my thoughts on Star Trek as how hard they nailed that casting. They did a really good job. With on the the Asian guy from uh, Harold and Kumar. Kumar yeah, who, I mean, who knew that guy kicked He's so really much good. ass? He's yeah. a badass. And, and we guys can say it's very sad that the uh, the actor that plays uh, Chekhov died. 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 Got run over by yeah. his own truck. That yeah. was uh, unfortunate. But yeah. it, but what a way to go! Yeah. A true man, you know. But did, the other thing that you notice about Star Trek and Beyond does George Takai. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Was was very upset that they made Sulu gay. What? Yes, they did. Which is really odd because, you know, he came out and he's very pro, you know, gay rights and stuff. But he said he was very upset that they made Sulu gay in the movie. You mean in the reboot they made yeah, him gay? Yeah, he has him kissing no his way. boyfriend before what? they go off to... To, oh to, my God, before dude, they go I off to meet it. the dude, Galaxy dude, Quest listen. monster. I missed it, I guess. I, my son was watching it. And yeah, and George Takai was very upset. Well, I don't think that just because, just, I don't think just that because, my character would have done that. Just because honestly. I'm gay doesn't mean I'm that gay. Sulu is gay. Now you're assuming <laughs> that all Asians are gay. <laughs> 
So anyway, only, only Asians that, in space. I just thought that Asians was interesting. That in space. space. <laughs> I don't know. With Glenn from The Walking Dead, there's a whole Asian ass kicking thing happening oh, yeah, going on, that's man. True. I don't know if you, if you saw. I posted on the um, Super Fantastic Trip page leading up to this. There was this one thing that showed like Kirk kissing like the thir- thirteen women that Kirk oh, was yes, making out with. Oh, dude, the green you know ones. What, I like the green ones. They had you some know, good casting for some hotties back in the. 60s you know what's there. weird, dude, is that including Kirk... uh, Joan Collins. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. on the uh, Hitler episode. Oh, dude, yes, how yes, come yes. Kirk back in time. never had to go gay to get the Enterprise <laughs> out of? Here's what I would say, dude. If I was going to read fan fiction, I would totally rather read Star Trek fan fiction because most of it. It's going to be homo <laughs> in nature. And then you know? Kirk and Bones. <laughs> and, then, and then Sulu. And, you know. But it's just because he's always hooking up with all kinds of women, dude. And, and sometimes it's not even his species. You know what I mean? Oh, they've got a tail. And, right. Uh, he's like, Kirk, oh, he's even, dude, he's that's even, hot. He's, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that one. Kirk, <laughs> Kirk your, your whistle is very big. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I thought they did a great job of casting all those uh, characters. Just yes. fantastic, man. And I think that the guy who played Scotty would have loved the guy who they have playing yeah. him. And the uh, guy playing Bones would have loved the guy. Forrest Kelly would have loved the Forrest the Kelly's still alive, though, isn't he? No, he's no, dead. No, 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 no. He's dead. I saw it on Reddit or Google or something. It's like, it was... Like I, it was his birthday, if, if he was alive. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Was a, well, the funny thing is, every time you go on Facebook, you see somebody like "Rest in peace, Bob Denver." And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm looking it up. I'm all, Bob, Denver, Bob died? Denver died in 2005, dude. Why are you posting yeah. Bob Denver? I know. Died I, today? I keep seeing those. And there was a divorce claim. I'm like, yeah. oh, I. It's a, I'm oh, like, wait a minute. The it's first just called dead. 2017 yeah. off to a bad start. Yeah. You're, yeah. Like, You're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've put stuff up like that too, dude. But I always like, whenever I see like a celebrity's dead, I, I check. Uh, what year, what year was she's it? She's actually it dead before. Too. And then once you start too. seeing like 20 different posts, then you're like, okay, he's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, yeah. But um, anyway, so my final verdict, I give Rogue One... 3.5 out of 5 stars. So it's a see it. It's a see it, dude, in the theater. Yeah. I mean, if you're a fan. Well, what, did you see Star Trek Drunk Beyond? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What'd you give dude. that? I'd give that 3 out of 5 stars, dude. Maybe, maybe. Nah, I'd give it 3 out of 5 stars, dude. It's, it's, it's under Rogue One, dude. Look, yeah. Rogue One, they're starting to distill. An action movie, yeah. and there's a, they're, they're getting better and better at it, and I've noticed it with some of the Marvel movies where the quality is just kind of consistent, and I think maybe that Star Wars is starting to hit this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think all the people that were, like, worried that Disney was going to screw up Star Wars are, like... Kind of not so worried anymore. You know what? They're going to run out of stuff here soon. Dude, and, and that's and a possibility, that, man. I think because so far everything is like, okay, run up to yeah. A New Hope. See, that's now, right. when, now we're talking. I mean, there's only going to be Absolutely. so much they can do, and then they're going to go, now what do we do? I mean, no, and then, then we're going to go, they're going to go, this one's a piece of crap. No, but look at oh, that. eventually that's going to Yeah, but happen, look at the Han Solo yeah, movie yeah. Um, is Han and Lando. So they could totally spin off a Lando movie from the no, hand dude, movie. I, look, they could do Damon Wayans. Everybody wants a lot of people are, are calling for like an Obi Wan duology. Dude, I will cut to the big question right now, Brad. Where does Rogue One fall in the uh, story arc? As far as your first favorite, second favorite, 
third favorite. I will say this. I liked uh, Rogue One a little less than Force Awakens, dude. But better than The Clone Wars and Phantom Menace. But not as good as that third Revenge new movie. Sith. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. That's kind of where I'm... I at. would probably... Uh, I've seen it twice. I don't know if it's too early to say. I, I, I like it better than Force Awakens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Really? I, I agree. Really? I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> Which is odd for me Christine. because I'm such a huge Harrison Ford fan. I, I, I think, and he said, is they're getting better at this. Yeah. They and are, I think man. the first one, there was it was a good effort. I think it obviously <laughs> made billions and billion dollars. But right. I think this one is just m- done better. Yeah. Well, and it, it's, it's slick. Like I said, is, they dude. proved, I mean, the thing before was everything had to be with the saga and the Skywalker right. story. And now, now they've said, like, okay, we can go out and do a war movie. Like, I, a Star so, Wars so I think that's, so where does that, it that makes it for you? Dude. See, I think just like they didn't have anything, they, they weaved in the cruft from the old movies to yeah. get to get him to that end point, but it was all new. Yeah. So are Just you guys like the Rogue Star one? Trek reboot do, do, is do, do, all do, do, new. Do, do. Yeah. Is Rogue One better than either of the three original New Hope or uh, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi? Would you put Rogue One uh, above any of those? It's original so hard ones? to say. I think, I think Rogue One makes the original Star Wars A New Hope even better. Like if you, if you go back and watch A New Hope now... It like adds more to that movie. It like adds, oh yeah, it, it, like you know the, you know the backstory. You, yeah, you yeah. have that, that feel of what, well, dude. We how they all, got there. That was the story. But I then heard you're gonna look at the special effects and say, oh my god, Rogue One special effects kick ass over this. It's, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't go on. You just gotta go on. Well, right. Yeah. You can't just go on special effects. But the thing is, it's still the original. The the, the original three, I think, are still all gonna be better than me right now because mm-hmm. because of the chemistry of the characters like i was saying with the original spock kirk bones how their interactions their social interactions their jokes with each other like the whole han leia back and forth you know bet you know bagging yeah. and chewy and luke yeah. the interaction of the original characters like when they're stuck in the trash compactor you know together just the dialogue and the interaction is better not and, many people and, could have pulled that dialogue and that's off, why though. that's one of the main reasons why the first three were better than the prequels Prequels had better special effects and some yeah. really cool, better lightsaber battles for sure. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But they didn't have Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher going at it. Right. You had look uh, at this walking carpet out of my way. Was like a, was like oh, that poor guy. Christians, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah see, I don't know why. Ehole, man. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> you know, Woo! as much as like people get like the Phantom Menace, like yeah. that kid was at least likable. Yeah, right. The bald ju- cut kid. Yeah. yeah. He then was, you yeah, go to Hayden Christians, so and like, they should have said like one week on set, oh going, my "Holy God, shit, we've made dude. a huge mistake. Oh we need to recast." So you're saying they should have given? You think them the- Natalie Portman would have said something? You, 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 I I think Natalie Portman was um, actually kind of terrible with that. Oh I, what? I, I, I can't stand. Oh, I love Natalie Portman. And just her performance in that is just so. Well, the Academy Award winning Natalie Portman. It was so horrible. The dialogue is really hard to deliver, dude. Yeah. That just when the, the whole thing where you know she's dying, I'm like she's she's lost all you know hope, whatever to live. I'm like, yeah. oh jeez. Oh, for me, for me, the best parts of the um, prequels, Yoda became my favorite, one of my favorite characters ever. To me, in the, ori- the, thing, I in to the original, young in the original series, Yoda was just like this little old, you know, poking poking R two with the stick, you know, old well, master. T- on Dooku, but once he and... once he pulled out that lightsaber, Yoda just like took on new. He, he new... P- pulled away the uh, little, yeah. tiny little cloak. I love Yoda ever since. Like one of my favorite Clone Wars episodes was 
Yoda basically took on this whole like uh, droid army by himself, like flipping around and taking things out. I would watch a Yoda movie in a oh, second. Oh, absolutely. I, we all would. And Obi Wan killed it. Obi Wan was so good. Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan in the prequels. He was. Good, he was dude. the best part of the prequels. He was good. I would agree. Acting wise, he was good. Dude. So anyway, I would say the original three are still at the top for me. I love. I still love Revenge of the Sith. Like you said, the third, yeah, the third yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because good, it had. Once it got started near the end, it was just like uh, action. Yeah, dude, that fight. And, and the then I'm just like, I don't know. I would probably ass. put um, Empire Strikes. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back was always my favorite of the first original three. Yeah, I, I, I think go, that's the case for. for I go me one, two, well. three. I go in an original order for the first ones, even though I love some elements of Return of the Jedi better than than um, Empire and Star Wars: A New Hope. The Ewoks bring it down a little bit. It's a little bit goofy. Yeah, but when I was goofy. a kid, the Ewoks I raised the, it up. Yeah. Oh, I love the Ewoks. But the ending, yeah, yeah. The so ending I don't want to ding them too bad. You... When Luke and Vader are battling, and then and then Luke like chops his dad's hand off and looks at his own glove like, I'm becoming him, yeah. and then just throws the thing down and starts getting electrocuted. That, no! that scene only lasts for like maybe a minute and a half or something, like, probably even less than that. But it seems like he's getting electrocuted for like... 30 minutes <laughs> and Vader's just like sitting there because you can't see the expression on his face but he like he looks over he looks over at the Emperor mm. and then he finally grabs him and then just tosses oh, him down the giant hole but that, there's like so much tension in that in that battle that yeah. lightsaber battle yeah that's an epic epic scene man so anyway I, I don't know how to rank him but I would, like I said I would rank this higher than Force Awakens Interesting. Moment. Both you guys liked Rogue One more better than uh, yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah. Okay, all right. But part of that is just that it, the, how well it ties into A New Hope and how yeah. how it like this whole Rebels TV series now is basically leading to what this movie was. Like the whole Rebels TV series is about them forming the rebellion, and this, this is right. when the rebellion actually like takes action. Awesome. So, yeah. It's all good stuff. So if you don't watch Rebels, yeah. you gotta watch it. Cause you gotta watch Rebels. I, I've been I, ca- I finally caught up, and now I'm recording and watching every. Episode. Yeah, and, th- and this and this season's gonna end with an epic Obi Wan Maul. I, I can't wait. That's well, obviously Obi Wan's gonna survive, so <laughs> that's right. It's kind of like a Titanic. <laughs> uh, theory, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. Obi Wan's gonna live. Obi Wan lives. <laughs> but it'll still be cool. Just, it'll, just remember how remember how cool the Ahsoka Vader moment was. That oh, was that was just great. Like, I could have watched like. You know, I think the kids today are spoiled. We used to have to watch a Star Wars movie. Han Solo was stuck in Carbonite for three freaking years, man. <laughs> we had to wait to find out what happened to that bastard. I know. And now it's like you get weekly Star Wars on on a cartoon, and then you get a yearly movie. We live in the spoiled. best time. We live in the best time right now. Our cup runneth over. <laughs> yes. Well, good. Well, Brad, of course An you're wrong. An excellent report. But you know what? It was very good to talk about. Yes, <laughs> I'm wrong, but it's good to talk about it. I but, can't believe that he called. That he 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 was all offended. Oh, Trek, Trek, Trek! And then I bring up original Trek, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that crappy old Trek." <laughs> you never know, like, man. All, it's I know, dude. The Trek I love, he throws man. you a curveball, dude. Oh. He throws <laughs> you curveballs. You read. You were ready to to attack the original series. No, I love the original like, series. Oh, I was going to attack the new stuff because. I don't think anything's ever been as good as the original series. Well, yeah. yeah. I wanted Enterprise with Scott Bakula to be more like the original series, obviously with better special effects. But Scott Bakula. By the way, you want to talk politically correct and uh, let's get all the uh, let's get one of any in many colors. 
Wait till you get this new Star Trek Discovery on this oh. thing. It's going to be the biggest shit show you ever saw. Wow. I'm, I'm making a prediction now. <laughs> what network is it on, man? It's, it's, it's going to be on the CBS On Demand deal uh, only. And, uh, but it's going to be the most PC crap in the world. Oh, uh, really, dude? Oh, it's going to ah, be the worst. Excellent, man. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. We're gonna have, they're going to be carbon credits. Mark uh, my words. <laughs> anyway, hey. Thanks for listening. If you want to uh, check out, we'll put some. Uh, I'm going to get Brad uh, posting on the uh, super fantastic, yeah. terrific. Uh, we'll some show notes, maybe some videos or something, because uh, I am uh, woefully inadequate now. I'm, I'm putting the bare minimum up. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> yeah. it up there, but. Uh, All right. I'll put I'll up think something, of something. Too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, check it out at superfantasticterrific.com and uh, look for those links. And uh, hey, we'll talk to you next time. Next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.